Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. The key to success for any business is being able to find a good strategy and perfect it. The right pivot will greatly improve your chances of becoming successful as long as you know what needs improving on the old way of doing things before making changes with this new direction in mind. We recently had a chat with Kyle Kotak, the president of Skylar Media Group, a powerhouse integrated digital agency. Kyle leads a team of over 25 people to build strategic plans and creative branding for forward-thinking clients. In 2001, Kyle joined his father's print business while still in university to assist with Skylar's rapid expansion. After working under his father's mentorship and guidance for 10 years, Kyle took on a leadership role in the business. After the recession of 2009 through till 2012, Kyle took the instrumental risk to pivot the business away from print which began Skylar's evolution. Through multiple pivots, Skylar ultimately has become a full-solution digital agency that is dynamic by design, ideal for our rapidly changing world. In this podcast, Kyle discussed how the landscape for SMEs will change in the next few years and what are the signs that it might be time for a business to pivot. He also discussed the challenges and strategies that should be avoided during a pivot. Hi Kyle, on behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Great, and I'm very pleased for you to be joining us this afternoon. Now, Kyle, you believe in being extraordinary and, uh, you know, you're doing great work in terms of leading a team of over 25 people to build strategic plans and creative branding for your extraordinary clients. Now, today's conversation would, you know, circle around your leadership, which we hopes our small business owners could get inspired from. Now, Kyle... What was your inspiration behind starting, you know, Skylar Media Group, a powerhouse integrated digital agency? And what are you hoping to achieve through the work that you do? The inspiration was finding something purposeful. Um, I think we all hope to do that, right? We want to move the needle with our lives. And if we're going to work every day, you want to do something that I think that you feel um, that you're you're empowering the people around you, but ultimately your clients. And, and, and of course, are able to earn a living at the same time doing it, right? Um, I think what we found with Skylar, um, I, I, I didn't even start Skylar. I, I, I inherited it from my father. But when I inherited it from my father, I also pivoted the business into quite a different industry. Um, the idea behind that was to to find something that would provide a path forward for years and years to come for not just myself, but also for our team, some of which I've got people that have been with me for 16, uh, 17, 18 years. Um, and so I'm, I'm quite proud of that. Um, but also, I think that that speaks to the, you know, the, the, the fact that they see that there's a path forward for, you know, from a longevity perspective. I think what we're trying to achieve, though, as we move the business into this, in, in, into um, this new world and help our clients move into the new world is that, you know, the integration between marketing and tech, the marketing landscape in many ways has become a tech landscape. And so navigating that, you know, when that falls on the shoulders of entrepreneurs, particularly for small and medium sized businesses, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Marketing in and of itself is a very sophisticated and, and, and involved initiative for anybody to try to handle themselves. And then when you add all the tech opportunities and solutions to the, to, you know, to the mix, it, it almost becomes impossible. 
Um, I think that there's a lot of conversation around creative branding for companies. There's also a lot of conversation about data. We hear about data, big data, and all various forms of data, and then artificial intelligence that, you know, the, the proliferation of, of different technologies like that. The problem is that businesses struggle to put those things together to effectively communicate. So what we want to achieve is to, is to marry those things together, allow companies to take advantage of the data they have of, of, or, or the data that they should be gathering. And then how to use that to then inform your, your communication so that you're actually communicating, um, effectively to your, your audience. We want to bridge the gap, find useful ways use solid strategies, um, and then actually achieve business goals, which at the end of the day is, is what data and marketing is all about, is achieving business goals. Right. Now you have quite a story and quite a journey in terms of, you know, first, uh, you know, joining your dad's uh, print business while you were studying, and then you took the instrumental risk to, you know, pivot the business in a way that began Statter's, you know, evolution. You know, Kyle, can you share some snippets and describe your journey as a digital marketing and advertising leader with a passion for building, you know, strategic plans and creative branding for forward client thinking? But how did you come up with that passion in you? How did you know that? Like, yes, this is this was for you. How I knew it. I, 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 I mean, I knew it because it was there. It was inherently part of everything that we did. I think we were always looking, even when we worked in more of the on the print side of things, we were always looking for ways that we could improve for our clients or get better for our clients or get, you know, them to, to market themselves in a better way. Be, you know, when you're never just solely focused on print, there was always more to the business. So it was a bit of a natural progression, uh, but it definitely took a mandated focus. But, you know, what you just asked about, about the passion for building strategic plans, that's the best part of our business. When we, when we get to dive into strategy for clients, uh, particularly ones who have identified obstacles that are preventing them from achieving business goals. And then, you know, we, we work with them to then understand how we can get around those obstacles or how we can overcome those. It also makes it even better when our clients are progressive enough to dive into some really outside the box thinking. And for us, we call it outside the flock. You know, our logo is a bird, the Skylar is a bird. So we, you know, tend to say we like to you know, separate yourself from the flock. Um, and that's critical for any brand separate, you know, from the, you know, th think about, you know, birds in a flock. We need somebody to be the outlier, somebody to kind of fly a little bit separately. The marketplace is saturated. There's an abundance of content out there. How are we getting people to notice and what are we saying to them, right? So the journey itself can be as intensive as, as you want it to be. If there's an appetite for, you know, a holistic macro plan that starts with redefining what a brand represents and extends to all types of communications. But at the same time, it can also be fairly light. Sometimes there's very specific micro goals that we're focused on and working to achieve on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, but again, we, you know, we really... Um, sink our teeth into where, where there's a, a broader macro holistic uh, opportunity at hand um, because there's so many moving parts of it and it's so much fun to work on um, all the moving pieces that we can get to, to achieve those goals. The truth is the journey never really ends and extends to so many areas of business um, given the number of touch points that our customers have with us. And I don't mean Skylar, I mean all of our businesses. Our, you know, our customers have hundreds and thousands of touch points with us these days, in-person, digital, virtual, and those, you know, continue to uh, expand. Um, there needs to be a cohesiveness to the brand across all of those channels and across all, the, you know, um, every platform. Uh, and that's the, the, the thing that businesses are struggling with. That's the thing that we feel best about when we feel that we've come up with a consistent and cohesive and effective, um, you know, brand strategy, whether that's through messaging or visually, 
that seems to resonate with the audience on all levels. Now, Kyle, uh, what do you think? If you talk about SMEs today, again, you know, COVID has done a lot of damage in terms of small businesses really strategically think and how to really, really reevaluate the way they worked and, you know, uh, stay up and up to date with the digital transformation and everything. How do you think the landscape for SMEs will change in the next few years? And what are some of the signs that it might be time for a business to pivot? It's a loaded question. Um, I mean, listen, a business should always be pivoting, right? So even if it's ever so slightly, um, but you know, we have to stay a, a separate from the competition. We have to continue to to evolve, um, and and you know, we know that evolution in any market right now it's happening like a hockey stick, right? So um, that pivoting, I think, has to happen no matter what. But I think what we've learned, especially over the last couple of years, is that um, we're learning a lot more about what consumers want, what our markets want. Um, and I think that, you know, businesses have to understand that change might be scary, but it's critical to success. Um, you, you have to listen to the market. The, the, is the market changing around you? Are you being asked to change? Um, are you creating change that the market is responding to potentially? Um, you know, and are, are you ready for any of this? That's the other question, because many businesses actually recognize some of those things, but they aren't actually prepared to, to then act on it. Uh, and wind up defaulting to you know the safe zone, so to speak, which is the same old, and and that's a scary spot to be. I think particularly in an environment coming out of COVID, where uh, you know the world is changing rapidly. I think that once you identify those you know that change those change questions, um, opportunities available to communicate um, and market yourself um, are increasing exponentially. So I'll give you an example. Who would have thought even a year ago we'd be renting space on a billboard for clients in the metaverse? We didn't even know what those were at that point in time. And yet here we are, and that's actually happening, right? So we have clients advertising in the metaverse on a billboard that you will never physically walk by and see. Um, but for that reason, there needs to be a plan in place, right? So that plan should be built around what the market's telling you, not what you want to tell the market. Look, in a perfect world, we could all be Apple uh, and we could play their role where they dictate what consumers want. That's part of their success, right? Nobody even knew what an iPad was until Apple told everybody they want they needed an iPad and then everybody all of a sudden needed an iPad. We can't all do that. Let's all acknowledge that. Um, so if that's not realistic, what what's you know what's the plan and, and how are we going to adapt to the environment? But the other side of the coin um, is then identifying which channels will give you a return on investment. So um, you have to have a laser focused approach to communicating um, what your changes are. Um, marketing can be really expensive. And so spreading a budget around thinly just to try to hit all the touch points, just to say that you're in the metaverse or to say that you're on social or to say that you're on Google. Um, it's, 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 it's not impossible, but it's just tirely, it's, it's not, uh, you know, effective or efficient at all. And I like to give an example. Think about a budget at the end of the day. If a company has a hundred thousand dollars over the course of a year, to, to spend on marketing. And I don't mean, you know, spending on the creative. I mean, actually their media spend. And you wind up dividing that up by 12 by month. That's $8,300 per month. And then you wind up dividing that into 30 days per month. You got $280 per day to market your business. Actually seems a lot less than the $100,000 that you have over the course of a year. And if that spend then is going out to four different platforms. So let's say, for example, Google, Facebook, um, you know, LinkedIn and, and Twitter, for example, you're, you're down to $70 per each platform per day. How many people are you actually going to effectively target if you're only spending $70 a day getting them? I mean, look, we can make anybody can make that, that work. That's not an insignificant number. But that just goes to show you that with all of the options out there, there needs to be 
um, a, a laser focused approach to what's happening. And you can't just say, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to do this or that sounds good. And I'm going to do that. We have to understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, and what the goals that we're trying to achieve are. Uh, pivoting can definitely, you know, it definitely works for digital platforms, but does it help traditional businesses? Now, the reality of, you know, how companies are dealing with the crisis and preparing for the recovery tells a very different story. Now, Kyle, from your experience, like, what are the biggest challenges that SMEs face when pivoting during difficult times that we are right now? And are there any strategies that should be avoided during a pivot? You know, I don't think that I can speak to every business. I think every situation is different. I, I know that I've seen many of our clients pivot. And, and of course, we ourselves pivoted as we pivoted um, into what was, quite frankly, an entirely different industry. The biggest challenge, ironically, was how we communicated that change to our clients. Um, we had built loyalty, we had built strong relationships, but I actually found, you know, I'd say mid pivot, but, you know, during it, um, or during that change, we didn't properly articulate how we were changing. And, and so our clients didn't really understand and they were defaulting to the things that they were used to us doing, but not to the things that we were, we were, we were growing into. So that led to some client drop off because they didn't understand how we could serve them moving forward. Um, and so I think that, you know, understanding that, that, you know, articulating and communicating that change, regardless of what the pivot is, because again, every business, every industry is different. Um, and, and so I, I'd be cautious about, you know, acknowledging what all, all the challenges are. I would say a way of overcoming some of the challenges is by over communicating. Um, the, the one strategy that I would say, I don't know that there's a strategy I would say I would avoid, but the, the strategy that I would say that must be there, um, is that there has to be a strategy. Um, it's a lot harder to figure out as you go along. Um, I did that. I took that approach for, for a little bit and it, and it, it doesn't work. Um, you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy in place. And the strategy needs to be flexible, like any plan. You have to be able to adapt. Obstacles are going to appear and actually opportunities will present themselves. Um, but, you know, with a little bit of flexibility or an adaptability as built as part of the strategy, um, that's a must have, um, it, you know, figuring this out on an ad hoc basis, particularly in such a dynamic environment, it's, it's going to be next to impossible to do successfully without, you know, way too much blood, sweat and tears. Right. No, everything's changing at a rapid pace in the world of business is no exception. But on a final note, Kyle, what advice would you give to SMEs who are currently going through difficult times? I love saying this, preach it, but I also live by it. Things are never as bad as they are when they appear to be bad or when they are bad. But they're also never as great as they are when things are going well. And I think that taking everything with a grain of salt and, and always trying to look at the big picture is probably the best approach that you can take. I've been through crisis mode and I've also felt like I was just about to take over the world. And in both instances, you know, neither one of them was, was as dramatic as I, you know, thought that they might be. If I had actual advice, Number one, listen to your customers, listen to your audience, listen to what they're telling you. They're, if, if you do have the relationships in place um, that, that I kind of spoke to before, the loyalty that I was speaking of before, um, you have to rely on that to help formulate where your business path is heading. Over-communicate those changes in your business so that they believe in what you're doing as much as you do. And, and I think most importantly, and people forget about this sometimes, business is about people. You have to trust in the people that you have working with you, the people that you have working around you. Um, and make important decisions with them or using what they're telling you um, that will put everybody on a path towards success, not just the business. That will help you know, the entire you know, progression. We moved away from a commodity-driven market that we didn't feel that we had a ton of potential, but that wasn't entirely correct because some businesses stayed in that business and they found ways to thrive. 
So I encourage businesses, you know, understand what kind of pivot is actually necessary. Is it one that completely repositions the business in a different vertical like we did? Or is it just one that would be more of a soft pivot, you know, a soft pivot that, that customers, you know, maybe are looking for? Um, they're both pivots, but they're both quite different in theory. Um, I, again, I go back to the people part of the equation. Um, never underestimate the power of the people, the people that you work for, the people that you work with, the people that work for you. Um, those are that's that's ultimately what's going to determine success in in change in any way, um, and can't be understated. Thank you, Kyle, for you know walking us first to your journey. I'm glad we had the chance to speak about how important it is for small businesses to keep pivoting to stay relevant. And I believe you've fed this idea, this great idea into our audiences today that some of the best realizations come after testing different things. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule and being so insightful. I think our audience will be pleased by hearing from you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Kyle's talk was full of inspiration and wisdom. He believes that we all can be extraordinary even when times seem rough. His tips for businesses to successfully pivot during troubling times will sure make you take a pause before your next big decision, because it could mean difference between success or failure. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Once again, we would like to thank our exclusive banking partner, RBC, and our exclusive shipping partner, UPS, for supporting this initiative. Please do share the podcast and feel free to check out the other episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the Canadian SME Small Business Magazine to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and get the top business insights from industry leaders. This is Maheen, your host for the Small Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music